0: This time on Slaughterhouse Princess XD? what lovely
1: hair you have. Chris, don't judge people based on how creepy they are.
0: Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris, and I'm
1: Troy. And since I just said something, you can tell that once again, Brett has abandoned us. Uh, I think he's off at a spa getting his hair conditioned and cut. I think uh, is where he's at today. Maybe a nice hot stone massage.
0: He's earned it.
1: Yep he, he's had a he's had a rough couple of weeks of not being on the podcast. <laughs> But but he'll be back soon, I hear. That's the rumblings from from down below. Yeah, that's the theory we're working under. <laughs> but read your book, Chris. What's the tell us about this movie?
0: This movie is sort of called XT Maybe I don't know how to say it, but it's
1: E X T E. How hard does it pronounce, Chris? Come on,
0: E X T E colon hair extensions.
1: <laughs> colon hair extensions. <laughs> I'm sorry like the idea of culinary extensions just makes me laugh every time I think every time I think about it
0: and this is uh, a Japanese flick
1: as recommended to us by Dummy Act from our discord server
0: and we start off down at the docks like you do
1: yep with the long shores and
0: there uh, there's a couple of I think guards walking around
1: They're cops or customs or ICE or something. I don't know.
0: And they're uh, they're talking about nose hair for some reason.
1: Yeah, apparently one dude's nose hair has been growing faster than usual, and the other guy tells him it's because of the air pollution. Of course. So, yeah, his mutant power is nose hair.
0: And they go to uh, one of those big shipping containers, you know. And they open it up because of reasons.
1: I think they smell the smell.
0: And it's full of human hair, which, as we'll learn throughout the course of this movie, a shit ton of human hair is not anything to be wary of or concerned by.
1: No, I mean, like, an entire shipping container full of hair, I mean, that's like 26 pallets worth of hair. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, apparently it gives us quite the aroma, (laughs) though, according to these guys. They're all like, wow, this, this really smells, this really stinks. Like, well, it's a bunch of human hair, it probably should stink, don't you think? And then some dude gets a message on his phone about hooking up, and then a creepy face appears in the hair behind him, and his cohorts are like, uh, dude... Dude, uh, creepy human face behind you. Uh, uh, hair, human face. Uh, stop trying to hook up and Tinder and turn around.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then we, uh, we jump smash cut, because, boy, this movie likes abrupt cutting from scene to scene.
1: Oh, to the, the hair creep, which I think is the only way to describe this guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he is, uh, He's definitely a hair creep.
1: Yeah, he he works at the morgue and goes through all the female bodies and assesses their hair and tries to find the nicest hair he can because he likes to smell it and rub it against his face and be generally creepy about it. Yeah, and not in a
0: boy, I really like hair way, but more in like a, I'm gonna rub this on my junk later kind of
1: a way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that dude, uh, I mean, he likes it, he, he would love the Zohan, because the Zohan would make everybody's silky, hair everybody's hair silky smooth, and then he would rub it on his junk. Ugh.
0: <laughs> so he, um, he proclaims one of the uh, bodies to have super good hair, and calls the rest of them garbage.
1: And then all the bodies look at him. Yeah, and the one has a single tear fall, and he wipes it away. So either that it actually happened, or he is just so jacked up in the head that he imagines like all the bodies looking at him and one of them crying. It's a either normal way, uh,
0: normal hair yeah. erection side effect.
1: Yeah. Either way, it's not good. It's not good. And then
0: we uh we jump Smash Cut to <laughs> Diegetic <smash> Expedition.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we get uh uh hair chick, hairstylist chick who is narrating her oh no. Actually we get her roommate who is narrating waking her up waking up hairstylist chick. Uh and then hairstylist chick starts narrating her day to us as she gets up and rides her bike to her job. And then she gets to her job and narrates meeting her coworker there who narrates back as to what's going on. And then they narrate about how they, they thought it was funny if they would just start narrating their days to, to each other during the course of the day. So we get this weird kind of like diegetic exposition. Yeah. <laughs> at the if, which if, works. In a weird, kind of awesome way.
0: Yeah, it's... Because you don't even know it's happening until you're three minutes in and you're like, oh, wait, this is... She just rode the whole way to work talking about how she was riding to work and she loves this town. And
1: And the sea is beautiful in the morning, but she doesn't have time to stop and look at it because she has to get to her work where she cuts hair. Yeah, it's some kind of work
0: school. It's confusing. She spends about 26 hours a day there somehow. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess it's a work study. I don't even know what to call it. Like it's just she goes she's an apprentice. It's apparently it's a vocational hairstyling place and she is the she's an apprentice there.
0: And then we uh we f- zoom back over to the morgue where uh the aforementioned creepy face from the hair truck is there and they're checking her out turns out she had uh, her organs and her eyeball removed
1: and instead there's just hair
0: yeah her insides are full of hair there's hair in her eye hole she's got hair
1: in her tongue
0: yeah and of course hair creep yeah. is like oh man I hit the jackpot
1: he's like I can't wait to rub my junk all over all of this and the uh he and the cop guys does. are like, mm, something's weird here. We probably gonna have to keep investigating this, this whole situation because, uh, this girl didn't die from having a lot of hair in her. Her organs were harvested. It must be organ smugglers and or wig smugglers. Yeah.
0: Which seems like an important plot point. <laughs> yes, it does. Doesn't it? <laughs> and then we end up, uh, with the uh, some some shitty uh, shitty lady dragging yep. her poor kid around,
1: yeah, the kid's like, uh, "This isn't the way to school." And her mom's like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> yeah. Instead, I'm leaving you. I'm leaving you with hairstylist check, who is my sister and therefore your aunt. And we're just gonna leave you on the front door with a note pinned to your chest because I can't be bothered to even call anyone to tell them <laughs> I'm leaving you here. <laughs>
0: And she's a, she's an exceptionally uh, polite young lady.
1: Oh my God. Like that's the most like formal child I have ever seen, <laughs> which I mean, kind of makes sense. Can, you know, with, you know, the Japanese culture, but like, I feel like this kid even takes it to an extreme.
0: Yeah. And the uh, sister finds out that old the, uh, the, the, the kid, she's, she's had a rough time. She's all bruised up and whatnot.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I mean, like spoilers, but this child has been abused by her mother. I mean, I know they they have a very subtle hand with this. It's kind of hard to uh, to read between the lines in this movie. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the, the, this child uh, has 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 been abused.
0: And then we um, smash back over to our friend the hair creep, who is uh, liberated the uh, the wig smuggle body
1: and he's also admiring uh, a wall with various uh, clumps of hair on it with signs that read hair award 2013 hair award 2014 yeah it's uh, um, uh, Chris what what do you have to do to win a hair award I was
0: actually very curious about the criteria <laughs> involved for best hair, oh three. <laughs> this, to my untrained eye, they all look the same. I mean, I don't want to sound like some kind of hair racist or something, but
1: I mean, it's all silky smooth. I think is the is the issue. Actually, can we just call this guy the Zohan from now on?
0: <laughs> that seems reasonable.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so he's looking at his awards. He's looking at the chi- at the wig smuggling chick. And realizes that her hair has started growing again. And this makes him incredibly happy. In in fact, so happily that he yells, it's growing! And then he runs outside and shouts to the world, it's growing! And I'm not sure if he was talking about her hair or his dick. Uh, Little column A, little column B. (laughs) Because he gets a little excited about hair is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, subtlety, this movie's strong point.
1: Yep. Uh, And then we jump Smash Cup back to the cops. Yep,
0: and they've found the hair missing from some morgue people. And uh, Cop Junior, he's uh, he's like, Hey, I bet it's this creepy motherfucker who's all fucking creepy all the time, like a creepy asshole.
1: And an older cop utters the iconic words which have already been spoken on this podcast, which are, and I quote, don't judge people based on how creepy they are. (laughs) Yeah,
0: which seems rather counterintuitive to me, but.
1: I eh. mean, that's a pretty liberal opinion to take is what I'm saying.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that seems like a fine reason to judge a person in my book, but what do I know?
1: Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, you know, that, that dude who just keeps following small children around. Don't judge him based on how creepy he is. Uh. And then we have uh, we
0: cut from our police procedural part of the movie back over to our everything's pretty cool with life, except for this whole child abuse, abandonment thing part. Barber, the barbershop part of life. And old, uh, old bad mom shows up, and she, uh, forcefully enters the home where the poor kid is, and she is, uh, you know, showing why she's a horrible fucking person.
1: Yep, which is, uh, there's a fun part in here where she opens up the fridge and grabs a beer and starts drinking it. And it is the Kirin Ichiban. And I know this because I was sitting there drinking a Kirin Ichiban while watching this movie. Because I was like, I'm watching a Japanese movie. I might as well grab some Japanese beer while I'm at it. <laughs> and so, yeah. I happen to be drinking the exact same beer as the shittiest person in this movie. Thanks, movie, for ruining that beer for me.
0: And, um, there is, um... Uh a weird scene where shitty mom yells about the fact that that haircut had a abortion.
1: Is that what that was? I couldn't figure my subtitles did not make that clear.
0: I'm pretty sure that's what happened.
1: Okay. Cause they said, she's like, Oh, like, Oh, you don't like that. I beat my child. Well, you killed a child. And I was like, huh? Huh? I also may have been too busy messaging to Chris about something and missed the the, uh, subtitles because this movie was subtitled. And I enjoy subtitles, but it makes it hard to uh, talk on the Discord chat while watching the movie.
0: (laughs) And so uh, she's like, well, you win this round. You can keep my kid for a while, I guess.
1: Yeah. And this is also about the point where I realized like this girl looks familiar like the hairstylist protagonist hair protagonist uh like i was like she looks really familiar like you know she looks like is shang sung from mortal Kombat movie (laughs) like she kind of has the same features as that dude and then chris in a much brighter flash of inspirations like no she looks like the girl that the girl with the ball on a chain from uh kill bill and and then looked up and said, "And the reason she looks like that girl is because she's that girl."
0: <laughs> yeah, it turns out my my suspicions of similarity were
1: spot on. Yep. And I'm I'm kind of surprised that Quentin Tarantino cast her though because we didn't see her feet at all in this movie.
0: Yeah, that's weird. I mean, there's plenty of hair to give you an erection, but no feet.
1: Yeah, I, and I, that's what I hear his uh, his kink is, but.
0: And then um and- old uh old hair creep at this point he's uh he's taking the hair growing from the corpse, and he's just running around town, giving it out for people to use his hair extensions
1: except he ties little bells to it
0: yeah i'm not I'm not sure why.
1: I mean, he does that. There's a there's a tie into a vision later about that, but still, like why? But yeah, so he he's like, oh, here here's this free sample of a hair extension, and you can buy more from me if you want. And this, so the hair, so other random hairstylist chick somewhere in this town, which is in Japan, but we have no name for this town. Um, you know she she starts weaving the hair extensions into this lady's hair and then starts having these weird visions about how uh wig smuggler chick died. And yeah, can you treat us to that, Chris? She, uh, she
0: flashes back to the, the point where she was abducted, which consists of Christmas trees and some Christmas music because Christmas.
1: Yeah. It's like silent night is the song that's playing through all the, of- this and of course my response was silent night hairy night as it should be (laughs) because because I always go for the obvious joke
0: (laughs) and so as she's having these hair based visions she's reenacting the surgery on the girl whose hair she's cutting
1: but like on her hair not on her body
0: yeah it's kind of confusing but it all culminates in her murdering her
1: yeah, like so like but apparently a wig smuggler chick uh, had her all of her hair shaved off and then it was cut open like while still alive and had a some like a bell tied to her hand for some reason, which I think is why the hair bell thing comes in. But then oh there's this great this great little part of the scene when hairstylist chick is whole is has the the customer's ear lobe like between the, the blades of her scissors and looks like she's going to cut it off and, and then she doesn't and then she <sighs> takes the, the scissors and jabs them into her ear hole and like the, the customer like "Ow, oh, that hurt why did you do that and then we find out later through the news that this hairstylist had murdered the the customer. Yeah, some kid walks
0: by and says that room is red. Yes. So then we jump yeah, smash cut. But,
1: but all that 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 ear trauma was the beginning <laughs> of my skin crawling through pretty much the rest of this movie. <laughs> Cause Some people have eye trauma issues. Some people have Achilles tendon trauma issues. Apparently, ear trauma is my issue.
0: (laughs) Yeah, fingernails is mine.
1: Yeah. So yeah, that was I was like, oh, I like when she was like just holding that lady's earlobe between her scissor blades. I was like, oh god, Uh, ah, ah, it was it was pretty good.
0: Then we uh, we cut back to our friend the hair creep, and he's uh taken to putting up uh, hair everywhere, a la Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but with hair instead of bones.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was like, hair decor, mm, probably not gonna make its way into the uh, the mainstream there.
0: <laughs> and he's uh puts on his best American flag shirt with his overalls and. Heads off to record people's
1: hair while wearing a fanny pack, which is probably the creepiest part of that ensemble. Meanwhile,
0: the the little girl is fucking mommy. up a mannequin wig.
1: Yeah, like okay, so I'm not I'm not even joking here. They named the little girl Mommy, which is probably you know something nice and cute in Japanese, but is really weird in English to call a little girl Mommy. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I don't know any Japanese, so Mommy could be this nice, cute little girl name, but it just struck me weirdly as an Ameri- as an English American speaker person thing. Yeah. And so uh, she fucks
0: up the wig on the mannequin and knocks all the other mannequin heads down and feels bad, so she goes to find uh, the hairdresser lady. To I don't know apologize
1: I guess. Yeah, because this girl's really good at apologizing. Like that's that's her jam. And a old
0: uh, hair creep finds her, and of course is enthralled with her hair,
1: and like and like records her hair on a video camera for well any time is too long, but even more too long than any time. <laughs>
0: And he uh, he brings her to the the hairstyle place and he's like, hey, look, I found this girl and she had your card and also your hair is amazing.
1: Yes, can I record your hair as well? Ninja ball on a chain chick?
0: And then uh, she's like, eh, no, but I will take this kid home. And then we are uh, treated some more subtle uh, hints that this kid has had a bad life.
1: Yeah, yeah, the the, yeah. I mean, they're not really that subtle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh. And of course, later on, after all that nonsense. Oh,
1: oh no no! The best part is so yeah, they're riding. They're taking a taxi back to hairstylist's house, and of course, uh, the little girl is like, "Please don't hit me." Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it. Blah, blah, blah. And the, the taxi driver's looking out is like, you know, abusing a child is illegal. You shouldn't hit your child. A mother would never hit her child. Blah, 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 blah. and Which is great. I mean, hey, great for the taxi driver for saying something, but it also smacked up a little bit of like, you know, dude mansplaining to the mother how she should raise her child but, <clears throat> yeah it, but, you know, it, it, was, it was kind of funny also because it wasn't actually her child and she was never going to hit that kid because she's not a terrible person yeah so, the following day
0: after, you know, all that garbage happened old, uh, hair creep shows up Back at the uh, salon, and he's like, "Hey, look! I got this birdcage full of hair extensions. Y'all interested?
1: With bells on them. Every yeah. single batch of hair extensions has bell has a bell on it inside a birdcage. While I'm wearing a fanny pack because I can't come up with any creepier ensemble or combination of items than this.
0: And of course, everybody I'm at the salon crazy." It's like, hey, yeah, sure, weird dude in crazy outfit with a birdcage full of hair. We'll totally take your hair extensions and use them on our clientele. Thanks, pal. <laughs> and one of the uh, one of the girls gets the hair extensions put in her hair and heads on home where things go uh, mm, poor, shall we say.
1: Oh, there is the best... I, well, it is the best and worst scene of in, in the entire movie when this lady's like, ugh, my eyelash looks a little long. I should pull on it. Oh, look, it just got a foot longer. Let me pull on it some more. Uh, it's now two feet long. And it just keeps going. The more I pull on it, more of my eyelash comes out of my eye because, ah... Yeah,
0: it's wildly unsettling for such a <laughs> trivial thing when you hear it.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. And then like the like hair kind of flows over her eyes and in her mouth and tongue and then her hair just shoots out into the wall, like anchors into the walls and ceiling and pulls her up like BB eight and uh the force awakens when the Millennium Falcon's flying all around and he needs to stabilize himself <laughs> and like uh, and then she just gets ripped apart by the hair or dies. She dies in some fashion. It doesn't matter because, ah, uh, never-ending eyelash.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Some of the hair stuff in
0: this is so unsettling in a way that uh, words don't do justice.
1: Yeah, but it's it's so good. Like, I... I love it when a movie just makes me want to, like, cringe and crawl up the wall. And the hair stuff in this does that so much.
0: And then we, uh, we slam cut, because that's what this movie is all about, is a jump smash cut every about seven minutes or so.
1: <laughs>
0: and now we're back at Hairstylist's home, where uh the poor kid, she's, you know, sitting there being all, like, sad and stuff and her shitty mom shows back up and uh tricks her into letting her in so she can wreck the joint steal a bunch of stuff including a hair extension and then take the kids so they can go back to her sad apartment with her angry boyfriend
1: yeah her party her party dude and, uh, and then they Harry Potter they Harry Potter the little girl by sticking her like in a like a cabinet under the stairs. I mean, they might as well just like carved like a lightning bolt into her forehead. <laughs> and it's
0: during this that we uh were treated to a few uh bizarrely timed and unexplained jump cuts to the hip hop dance party that they're having at the local skate park.
1: Yeah, well, it's the okay, so roommate from the very beginning we find out uh works a job just enough to pay for her her apartment her share of the apartment and the fees of the dance studio cuz she's going to be a professional dancer one day and uh she's one of the dancers and uh yeah and so uh, apparently they're shooting like I don't know if it's like a dance video or a music video or what but yeah there's just random like and here I am dancing all hip hop at the skate park while other stuff's happening but I'm dancing yeah,
0: then we go back to the, the hair, which is now the extension has taken root in shitty boyfriend.
1: Like in his arm, like he's he like has like this just I don't know, like curtain of hair hanging off of his arm with a bell attached
0: to it. Yeah. And of course shitty mom does what anybody would do when confronted with this and goes, ha, arm hair.
1: Yep. And then all the hair attacks everybody.
0: Yeah, it turns into and some kind of hair tornado thing.
1: <laughs> Hair-nado. And then uh, Hurricane, I believe, is the uh, proper term uh, for that, Chris. <laughs> fuck you for that. <laughs> At the eye of the hurricane <laughs> is, uh, is the little girl. And apparently, as Chris noted, apparently hair can create strobe lights. <laughs> yeah. Because they're like... A slash appears in the wall from the hair, and there's just these crazy random strobes, and then shitty mother shows up with her face and says something to the little girl, and then gets uh, murderized like she should, because she was a shitty shitty mom, and fuck her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have strong feelings about that woman, <laughs> which is fair.
0: And then the kid uh, sees everything dies down, so she goes to check the situation. And And there's a
1: random metronome. There's just this metronome (laughs) ticking back and forth for no fucking reason in the middle of the apartment. I don't know why it was there. Nobody was a musician. I just metronome. (laughs) I also have strong feelings about metronomes.
0: Yeah, clearly. Metronomes are your nail guns. guns.
1: I mean, rural gnomes are fine. I mean, gnomes that grow up in the, you know, in the countryside, whatever. But Metro gnomes, I have a problem with. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Wall of hair, my favorite sixth level magic user spell.
0: (laughs) And yeah, yep, the kid finds a wall of hair full of body parts. So she does what anybody would do. The only person in this movie who has a proportional response to seeing—I don't know—a giant demon hair wall facing them down—and she runs and jumps off the balcony. Yep,
1: off the balcony. <laughs> off
0: the balcony. Yeah, it's uh, the it's German. It's off Broadway. <laughs> it was the Alf Shakespeare hybrid show they did for a while back in the yeah. early '90s.
1: Oh, total alpha, total alpha tangent here. Uh, I so I don't know if anyone's familiar with Nextdoor, but it is like a little social media site for people in your neighborhood. You know, because these are the people in your neighborhood, and uh, somebody on my Nextdoor site was selling was get, trying to give away melmac dinnerware i i'm pretty sure they meant melamine <laughs> but they wrote melmac and i was like well how is alf gonna eat his cats if he doesn't have any <laughs> melmac dinnerware <laughs> so tangent ended <laughs> uh girl in hospital go <laughs> yeah so the the girl is in the hospital and she tells wearing a, a beanie from ll cool j's beanie collection apparently <laughs>
0: And uh, the cops are also there
1: because there has been a string of hair-related murders. And the DNA from the hair matches across all of them, I believe? Yes.
0: And the girl says, no, see, what happened was the hair monster. And they're like, mm, of course, the hair hair monster. That makes sense. And they're like, well, we're going to go check this out. So we're uh we're treated to the first of a few musical numbers now. Yes. Where uh good hair, old hair, hair creep. My hair, hair. Yeah. Hair, hair, my hair, hair. Hair yeah. creep <laughs> is gone full on Buffalo Bill at this point and is covering <laughs> yeah. himself in hair and dancing around and singing about I mean, hair. If
1: he if he could have like tucked hair, he, he would have.
0: Yeah, it's uh weird just kind of happens like a lot of stuff just kind of happens sometimes in this
1: and then we cut to the hair salon where hair tagganist works and the owner's all like yeah you know so someone died but we need to keep calm and cut hair so uh yeah you know granted one of our top stylists uh got ripped apart by hair, even evil demon hair. But, you know, we're still going to have the workshop this weekend, and you should just go ahead and cut everyone's hair just like you would because that's what we do. We're hairstylists.
0: Yeah. There's only two ways out. Death and prison.
1: Yep. And uh, And then... Oh, but okay. So, uh, a Hair Taganis had left a little girl back at the apartment and said, "You know what? Don't be scared of me. Just, just, just chill here. You can sleep on the bed. You know, you can eat out of the fridge. Whatever. Don't even bother cleaning up. Just, just, just relax. Because you know you've had a kind of a tough time. What with your mother dying and all. And." You know, and all the mannequins whose hair you've jacked up with scissors. Don't worry about that. It's fine. And then she gets home and the little girl has, like, like Cinderella scrubbed the entire apartment. And the mannequins are all, the mannequin heads are all lined back up. And uh, the mannequin heads are all, like, white people faces in Japan. And, uh, Chris, what's your comment on uh on how uh, why the mannequins are all white
0: that's because big mannequin is racist
1: <laughs> yep because the the mannequin industrial complex doesn't like Asians apparently
0: <laughs> yeah they tried to hold everybody to their unreasonable standard of western uh, normality <laughs> uh, and then oh, we uh we do get treated to a, a story now about how uh what's the, what's the story chris well it turns out that when hairtagonist was uh, just a little wee sprout that she got a haircut that changed her life and it turned her from a gross monster into a beautiful young lady and it inspired her to do the same for people in the future
1: yep and she's like those plastic surgeons that like to you know fix, fix cleft palates and like make burn victims look more normal and not the kind of, like, bus surgeon that just wants to give, you know, Hollywood starlets boob jobs for millions of dollars.
0: Yeah, and keep in mind at this point, we're, like, over an hour into this movie. We're damn near an hour and a half in. And they're like, oh, what we should probably do is tell everybody why she's got such a weird thing for haircuts.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And I'm like, hmm cool whatever
1: and then she uh proceeds to start showing uh a little hair girl how to cut hair by uh by showing her how to use scissors properly and I was like oh hairstyle heroes the next is the newest game from rockstar (laughs) and she um she decides that
0: for finals or whatever the hell is going on, she's going to take the little girl and she's going to give her the haircut like she got when she was a kid that really changed her life.
1: And they have 45 minutes to give the perfect haircut.
0: Yeah. And as they're all uh, given the haircuts, the cops show up because they want to ask some questions because they trace the hair extensions back, I guess.
1: Yeah, or else the, the lady who died like, you know, by being BB was from the hair salon, so they were like, Oh, maybe we should talk to these people who worked with that lady. And they're like, Oh yeah, we got the air extensions from the weird dude in the American flag shirt with a fanny pack. His name was Yamazaki or whatever.
0: And as this is all happening, hair tagonist comes to the realization that oh, Clearly, it's the hair extensions that are murdering people, and I put them in to the girl, and now I have to go save the girl. Because well, that's the an obvious... You
1: can actually put the hair extensions well, inside the girl, Chris. Fair enough. Come on. Come on. You're a professional, Chris. You should know this.
0: <laughs> that's true. So, that totally reasonable, logical leap aside, we move, we move on. And she is heading home where roommate and girl are hanging out. And she's like, hey, man, that's a good job you're doing cutting this hair. All the while, hair is uh, literally everywhere and nobody seems to yeah. to notice.
1: Well, well, the phone rings and apparently it's, it's for the fax machine. <laughs> because apparently in Japan they still have fax machines?
0: In Japan in 2007. I want to just throw that out too. It's, <laughs> it's not 1996, it's 2007.
1: But apparently, the fax machines fax hair now instead of paper.
0: <laughs> and now there's, you know, hair everywhere. And since I guess nobody has peripheral vision, they don't notice it
1: <laughs> until they see it in a mirror. That's racist, Chris. Don't be whoa, whoa! About it wasn't it their- until you said that. Don't be talking <laughs> about how the shape of their eye prevents them from having peripheral, pro- you know, peripheral vision, Chris. That's racist. I
0: didn't say that, but.
1: There was was subtext there. I read it. I had to call you out on it.
0: (laughs) This got all kinds of uncomfortable real fast. (laughs) Anyway, like most people do in this movie when confronted by the supernatural walls of hair, there is a mild surprise at their situation. Like, huh, that's a lot of hair. That wasn't there before, I'm pretty sure. Huh. And...
1: And I'm holding a pair of scissors. I wonder how I could stop this hair from walling me in. If only I had some way to—I don't know—cut the hair. Whatever
0: and will uh, I do? Hair antagonist, meanwhile, is biking as fast as she can by the beautiful ocean to get home. And when she gets there, the whole—the whole place is full of hair. And the hair has killed the dancer. And rendered the, uh, the girl unconscious. And then, then... Oh,
1: but... Oh, and then a hair creeper shows up and somehow, like, talks the hair into saving them?
0: Yeah, he's like, hey, hey, hair. You don't want to do that. And they're like, hmm, that's a fair point, hair creeper. I didn't think yeah, about like, that.
1: He's like, look how silky smooth their hair is. And there's like, yeah, you're right. It'd be a shame to, to kill that hair. So let's just take them back to our hair hideout, and we'll keep them there. And as as he's doing
0: that, the uh, the two cops have showed up, but they get eight in hair cocoons, and they're just kind of stuck there now in the hair hideout.
1: And then uh, the Zohan explains uh, the backstory of why all the hair is coming out of this corpse.
0: Oh well, by explain, you mean says a sentence.
1: It's What's that sentence, Chris?
0: Well, to paraphrase, the hare is killing everything because it was mad on account of it got killed with the organ smuggling. It's it's a rage <laughs> monster now, basically.
1: It it's rage revenge hair. Yeah. So
0: he kills the cops and then they have a an epic fight which consists of uh, calling him a pervert for about 15 minutes
1: and apparently the Japanese word for pervert is hentai which I thought was it was apt (laughs) yeah and she pulls his tongue like oh she grabs some hair off of his tongue and pulls his tongue like three feet out of his mouth apparently he has an elastic tongue and what else happens oh uh all i have in my notes is hair geyser i'm not sure where that fit in but hair geyser was pretty good (laughs) he gets
0: slashed in the neck and the hair geyser spurts out instead of the uh classic arterial spurt you've come to know
1: there you go and uh and then he's kind of being like puppeted around by the hair so of course my comment was Harry Annette.
0: Ugh. <laughs> so many puns.
1: Oh yeah. Where I oh where did my hair conditioning one <laughs> go? You skipped it, and I wasn't gonna I tell did. you. I did! Ah uh, well that that one will just have to live in the in the Discord <laughs> chat as a as a piece of beauty that no one will understand. <laughs> oh and uh
0: somehow or another the the rage hair monster decides that it doesn't want to murder people anymore. So it makes some kind of hair trip wires to cut old, uh, hair creeps razor on. Yes. Yeah.
1: The Zohan gets razor haired down to a head and a pair of shoes and his hair and a hat. And he just kind of towels around like Mr. Potato hair.
0: And, and then the rage monster is like, well, my work here is done. And all the hair recedes back into the corpse. And credits. Well, there's the touching scene by the ocean.
1: Oh, yes, where they bond because, you know, hair tagging tells little girl that, eh, you know what? I'm not shitty like your mom, so you can just spend forever with me. Yeah, and I, by and and by forever, I mean, forever. Yeah, no mention
0: of the fact that some kind of hair rage monster just made a guy a, a an inanimate uh, head with shoes and he danced around or anything like that. That's not <laughs> brought up. It's just let's go live together. Hooray!
1: Yay! And that was I think-
0: whatever this is.
1: Next day. That's probably, like, the... I would I would even say it's the seventh best retelling of that movie, Chris. I'd have to say. We're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> At least the prime number. So what do you think, Mr. Troy? I, I really like this movie. Um, it's not one of, like, the crazy, weird, like... Over-the-top, Tokyo Gore-Police, Hell Driver type of Japanese movie this one was a little, I wouldn't say more subtle because it really was that subtle, but it was a little more patient and a little less like bonkers. It was like I said, like I body trauma doesn't really like body horror doesn't really do it for me. Like Cronenberg doesn't really like creep me out or anything, but some of the hair stuff in this really got under my skin and like, just made my skin crawl as I was watching this. So, uh, good on this movie. I, I say, watch it. I was, I was very pleasantly surprised by it. Um, yeah, it was, there's just little, there's some gags in here, which are really good. So, uh, what about you, Chris? what did you think?
0: I also thought it was pretty good. I mean, especially if, if you check into this movie before you see it, the gist of it is evil hair. And of course, instantly, because you have a brain, you're like, "That sounds stupid."
1: <laughs> it sounds like Medusa from the Marvel comics.
0: But it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty interesting. There's something about the way that it it all fits together that just works. It's you take it on its own individual pieces, it's not so great. But when you put it all together, it just it just all works in a way that's pretty satisfying. I say give it a go, especially if you want something a little different, not your normal fare. It's not the most action-packed thing, but man, when it gets you, it, it really gets you. I say give it a go. And thanks to Dummy Act.
1: Yes, thank you, Dummy Act. Good call.
0: So say, Troy, what if other people had recommendations to make? Or wanted to tell us to watch movies about other s- trivial things besides hair extensions.
1: Or or maybe tell us how much they miss Brett. Yeah, or that. Well, they wouldn't do that. But if they were to do other things, they would contact us on Facebook. Because we are Slaughterhouse Princess on Facebook. Uh, you can go to our Discord server where Dummy Act recommended this and a whole bunch of other movies. Which we'll get to later. Uh, which is discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com. We have an email address at SlaughterhousePrincessPodcast at gmail.com. We have a Twitter at slaughterprince, which is Slaughter Princess with no uh, vowels in princess. Uh, we are on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Music. We have a subreddit at r slash shppodcast. Uh, we have our lovely and talented uh, Patreon backers who have uh, backed us at patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com You can go there and see uh, whatever fun rewards you are interested in and uh, pledge to the accordion level. and uh, We will thank you. Uh, I believe we still will continue to give a shout out to uh, Dairy Tech, a.k.a. Thomas, who joined us on a previous podcast for The Collector. Uh, Thank you again for backing us. Um... Let's see. Have I? That's everything, right? Uh, the website. Oh, we, yes. We do have a website. Uh, it's where we store all these wonderful episodes for you. So uh, that is slaughterhouseprincess.com. Shockingly enough.
0: Yeah, well named, I'd say.
1: Yeah, it's almost like uh, Chris named it because that's the only way he would say that. Uh, and next week. Next week, I won't be here because I will be at Awesome Con in D.C., which is uh, the local uh, convention of nerdery. So uh, Mr. Green, however, has recommended us a lovely sounding movie entitled Gator Bait. Mm -hmm. And hopefully Brett will be available next week and Chris will be able to watch it with him and do a podcast or else Chris will just be all alone. Yeah. And and sad. He's a Frenchman playing a Scotsman in a movie with a Scotsman playing an Egyptian Spaniard.